Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongakudu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of March 4th, 2022. I'm your host, Kim, and with me we have Luna. Hey, 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 everyone. And that, that, that's it again. Luckily, we have you back this year, or this week. <laughs> as much as fun as it was to do it uh, single by myself, it was very interesting nonetheless. How was um, your trip? It was very good. I forgot how much I absolutely love Chicago. And it's just a wonderful city. Walked everywhere, saw the beautiful snow. Yes, it was cold, but I will say the snow looked really pretty. Found some cool record stores. Saw some amazing bands. And I would love to go back because Scandal will be there in July. And I'm actually thinking about going and just staying at the same hotel and going to see them. Awesome. I think Tricot is also doing a tour as well. So So is Bandmade. But Bandmade isn't coming to the Midwest. I'm extremely upset. They're only going to the East and West Coast. Because one of the bands I got to meet when I was in Chicago, I got to meet Lastlings, and they were the sweetest brother and sister duo ever. But what have you been listening to on your trip there, Luna? So, I played a lot of Animal Crossing, so I listened to that soundtrack. (laughs) (laughs) I also listened... I forgot you have a Switch now. (laughs) I do. I'll have to give you my friend code, because I've been handing it out lately, because I... Got back into Switch, mainly for Animal Crossing. How's your house? Who's your animals? Do you have any penguins? I don't have any penguins yet. I, I'm i still new, and I can't remember the names of the people. But my best friend knows, because he, he was getting excited when he saw who I had on my island. So he was giving me free stuff the whole trip. But, I mean, mainly listen to that soundtrack. Listen to The Birthday Massacre. Lastlings, an Aussie band. Um... Cream, I went back to them because I have a whole cream mix, and I did work out at the gym at the hotel, and that's what I had on my playlist. I did listen to some Crystal K. I actually went back to her Vivid album, which is one of my favorite dancey albums of hers, because I love the different styles she takes, and Forever is probably one of my favorite tracks off that. So I really got back into that one, and... Also been into Kodakumi again. I mean, her new, her new album Heart came out, and I'm waiting to get my physical copy before I really listen to it. But I went back to her Walk of My Life fan club album. I went back to her Trick album, her Kingdom. I've pretty much been going back through Kodakumi's whole discography. Although I've been listening to Dance in the Rain and Walk of My Life pretty much on repeat out of the two big songs. And also Cake, uh, KK15. Or no, XXKK. Um, and let's see, what else did I go back into? I went back into Lee Holy. <laughs> Just because uh, my best friend likes the older, some of the older stuff. Um, and I was listening to Yuri again, his Ichi album, because that is a phenomenal album. I, I really liked it this year. I started listening to Millet's Visions album since it, I just got my physical copy. And I've been very excited to dive into it. I love Wake Me Up, one of my favorite songs on that album, because it's just such a refreshing song. And also have been listening to Imer again, but mainly some of her older stuff, because I love Torches. 
and I went back to that one. So I pretty much went back to her Walpurgis album, which came out last year, because it had a good variety of songs over the last couple of years. And I was listening to... I went back to Yayoi Diamond, because she just dropped her new EP, M.O.B., My Own Boss. And I was really listening to Shin Miedo and My Own Boss and Top Gal. And there's someone else who dropped something new that I was listening to. There's been so many new releases lately, it's been hard to keep up. Ana Takeuchi has her album that just dropped. And I've been listening to Ice Cream again. And then Awitch dropped her album, Queendom. And I still need to buy that. But I've been listening to Kuchini Dashte, Gila Gila. And then she had a new track that I've also been listening to. I Got Options. Um, that's not the full name of it. But really, that's, you know, just... Uh, and Crazy Boy. I went back to Crazy Boy because he had a new album drop called Hip Life, Hip Pop Life. And I really like Everyday B-Day, Major With My Gang, Payday with MC Tyson. But fantastic album so far. Um, and then the A-Witch one was Dorani, Shiokana, I Got Options. So yeah, a lot of random tracks to be honest so many so many good songs so what about you ken what have you been listening to um <laughs> fair less compared to you but uh, it's understandable that you were listening to a lot more than me this past week so um i was continuing on my back number kick and was i finally listened to the entire happy end ep it's fantastic it's a fantastic ep so if you guys could go check that out I was also listening to Autumn Wind Story, a fairly old song by um, Momoko Kikuchi. It's fantastic. I've been kind of going into the the Showa era of songs again, once again. So, but besides that, I was listening to more of the On Your Mark single by Awesome City Club. Um, really, really solid and overall just wonderful. Uh, I was also listening to the uh, Labyrinth album by. The rock band Mime. Guys, go check that out. And probably a future music corner in the making after that. Uh, I was also listening to 25 by um, Haruno, our, uh, a music corner alum here. And it's pretty solid. And after that, I was also listening to the vocalist Burnable Unburnable with her single You Can Cry If You Want, which is so fantastic i highly recommend it she's a vocalist i would actually recommend to you luna and see how you would like her yes yeah, send her my way yes 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 but speaking of vocalists we would love to introduce we have this week's music corner and unfortunately gray was the one that did this music corner this week but because of his new job he he can't uh, join us for the time being but that means I'll be able to take the reins this time around. So he introduced the lovely Takaya Kawasaki. And he's a vocalist that got his start back in 2018. And he he apparently got in close relationship with the music industry as a, at an early age because of his father that run a live bar where, you know, a place where musicians come and play for the crowd. 
he really enjoyed punk and punk rock to that degree his dad did so a lot of the bands that played into the bar that fell into those genres and you know that really influenced a lot of his rock roots there and you know when he was in high school he actually performed a lot of classic rock songs such as highs uh, 366 Days and Southern All-Stars Manatsu no Kaijutsu and you know he when in college he actually went to a a music school so he actually studied music and did a vocal for major and when he did graduate he did buy his first guitar and learned him how to play by himself and so when after when he graduated he finally put out his first album titled I Believe in You in 2018 and you know he also had a very popular song called magic carpet in 2020 which is actually really really popular on the social media sites and he just signed to warner music japan last december and he released a second album calendar and you know he has a very smooth and soft vocals which kind of combine very well to the acoustic guitar playing and a lot of that could be heard in his first album and ever since signing with warner japan he kind of implored wider a range of instruments which is a good example of that is being shown in believe yourself and it's overall a pretty fun track according to gray he even showed that you know not that his acoustic side but he can kind of show that he's no one trick pony about other things as well overall what did you think about kawasaki or takaya kawasaki there luna because i thought he was all right and he is a very solid vocalist but there was just some things that was missing for me so I agree with you. He is a fantastic vocalist. I mean, very clear, powerful vocals. I think what was missing for me was, especially in his I Believe in You album, every song ran together and sounded the same to the point if I had to stop and pause it and answer my phone, I couldn't remember what track I was on if I lost whatever I was on. And I would go back through and try to listen and figure it out. I had no idea. They all sounded the same. And that was my biggest issue. You would listen to one, and then you would be on two more later. And I just kind of felt like it just all blended, and there wasn't as much variety composition-wise. And I do understand he was going for that acoustic guitar vibe. However, you know, you can still change your vocals in a way so he, something sounds different about it, or a little bit in the composition to make one stand out from the other. But that was my biggest issue. I mean, Calendar, I felt like flowed a lot better than I Believe in You. And I did find, I, I think Boku to Boku was fantastic because it shows off how good his vocals are. And I like I like the sound of it. But a I lot think of just the, the reason why that was was because of the fact that um, I Believe with You was more of an acoustic album. So it just did full, full like, you know... It didn't really change the sound because you can't really change the sound of an acoustic guitar all too much. Not of an acoustic <laughs> guitar, but you could still do something with your vocals and make it stand out. Because there's other artists who've done that too, like Ayaka. And you can yeah. still hear 
a difference in the tracks when one goes to the next. Or even you. Yeah. yeah, but I think it's a little bit harder for, you know, a, a male to do that compared to a, a female. That's the thing. That's why we don't see guys with a guitar genre all too much, right? <laughs> True. I mean, although I think Yuri's done a decent job with how his he can make his vocals way deeper, and you can yeah. still hear one track from the next. Um, and, I mean, I'm not saying Takaya Kawasaki isn't talented. I think he is. His vocals are fantastic. And his calendar album was actually pretty good. Like, there are some great songs off there that did stand out. And I did like, you know, I did like that he showed off his range and... I feel like as he went on, his compositions also didn't prove. I don't know if he's for me, but yeah. I mean, he did have some some very standout songs. Yeah, I would say like at least his first album was really bit of a rough start. It wasn't until he kind of found his footing that he kind of not really clicked, but I kind of understood what Gray was going for with him. Yeah. Because I think he just found his other song, um, uh, Be Yourself, and was like, oh, I can do him, kind of thing. And then when he found out that he had an album that was just all acoustic, he kind of shot himself in the foot with that. Because, <laughs> like, I'm sure all, he the, did. all the complaints that he ever had with Yuri is really well, could be used very well for towards uh, Takaya Kawasaki, though. And that's what I find just kind of funny. <laughs> but regardless, you can kind of check him on our music corner where we have his official website and his Twitter link on on there as well. As long as be yourself the, the official music video as well, too. So thank you, Gray, for being able to introduce him to us like that. Yes, thank you, Gray. It was definitely uh, um, something different, and I'm glad you picked them. But yeah, with that, let's go on to the Oricon here. And a couple new things this week, so that's very interesting. So Very. I was glad to see some new stuff. Yes, yes. But let's start off with number 10, Dress by Pradia. Now, this is a group I haven't really heard of. But from what it's from what you told me, Luna, it sounds like you were kind of familiar with them, at least. Yes, I'm familiar with them because they are an idol group. And if I'm correct, they announced their retirement or at least they're they're disbanding. I want to say at the end of 2022. From what I recall, if it's the group I'm thinking of. And I've heard their music before because there's been a couple songs I've liked over the years. And, I mean, they're, they have some fun dance songs, and I do like their vocals. I will say Dress is not my favorite track by them, by far. But, I mean, it, I was glad to see them on here again, to be honest. Mm. You know, because I feel like it's been a little while since I listened to them. But they've been around since 2011, if that helps. Or it kind of does, but it kind of doesn't, too. But I, I, yeah, so they, they've been a lot here for a while, and they've gone through some, some people, it looks like. <laughs> yes. 
Yes, they have. And, oh, the song I really liked by them was Tokyo Madonna. Yeah. I thought that one, that was one of my favorite songs by them. But, I mean, they've had some good ones. And I just, I, like, Dress was okay. I mean, I understand what they were trying to do with it. I actually thought their B-side to it was better. I liked it better. Um, yeah. Not to make a notch, you know, on them. I'm just glad to see them on here, to be honest. Yeah, and I think, you know, um, from what it says, it looks like they are all retiring from it. And in 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 April, so this was probably their last single. So that's it's good on the fans to at least make it sell well enough that it got onto the Oricon. Yeah, no, I agree. Like music, I thought was great on it, and I love. I always love their style, their upbeatness, their danciness. But I'm just glad to see Dress make it on here. I mean, yeah, it's not my favorite song, but one, it made it on the Oricon, and it's a good way for them to go out. And I mean, who knows? They might have one more before they officially retire. Dress might not be the last, and I'm hoping it isn't. Yeah, so they're they're good to finally do a final live tour in June, but pretty much everyone is is kind of done after this so which is kind of interesting just like kind of looking at everything their history uh their the the record label that they're with is is uh paspo's label as well so but yeah i mean i thought dresses her uh, dress was okay i this is the first time i've heard of them so this was a very shock to the system so to speak and i thought it was good i thought it was really good um and while nothing really did stand out for me from Dress, you were right, Luna. Music is a much better track, I think. Just just a tad bit more. So, regardless, you know, I enjoyed my time. And I hope this isn't the last time we see them. They'll probably do a best of album, knowing how um, Platinum Production does. But... Well, probably this will probably not be the last that we'll see them. But if not, this is a great send off for them. I agree. But yeah, regardless, dress sold a lovely sixteen thousand three hundred and fifty-two points. And going on up to number nine, it is Nandemo Yo by Macaroni and Pizza. Nothing much we can say here. I, I, I'm kind of vaguely recalling or not if you were able to listen to yep. this luna i was yeah i remember nandemo nai nayo uh me and gray talked about it well i don't remember if you were on that episode i don't think you i were. don't think i i don't think i was because no but i had my i had my own issues with this darn song so. i did too i i didn't really care for it i mean but i'm also hit or miss with macaroni and pizza but i thought their was, other songs were much better to be yeah. perfectly honest but as as the title states, I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> it feels like it's nothing, and kind of like what the the title implies. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I agree. I just didn't find any connection to it, and it just felt like something was missing. Yeah, but regardless, Nandemonayo sold a lovely nineteen thousand six hundred forty eight points. Going on up to number eight, it is. Cinderella Boy by Saucy Dog. Like I said, I'm I'm not too sure why this particular song made it up on the on the on the list here. I think Saucy Dog has much better tracks than Cinderella Boys, but if we're gonna do a pass, Bastard 
blast from the past kind of thing, I don't think Cinderella Boys would have been it. I agree, and I actually had to go back and listen to it because I didn't remember. I'm thinking it <laughs> did make it... Well, no. I mean, the only thing I could think of it made it on the list is they did have a song called Nonfiction drop in January. But I don't... You know, that was back in January. Why would Cinderella Boy come back now? I mean, oh. it, 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 it's been coming back for the past month now, too, so... It's not, it's not even really connected to that single anymore, I think. But over the last month, it's been rearing its head every so often. And I'm, like, really begone on why it is that way. But regardless, you know, Cinderella Boy sold a lovely 19,763 points here. And going on up to number seven, it is... Always by N hyphen. I always have a difficulty on trying to s say this group's name. Yeah, I think it's N hyphen. N hyphen. N hyphen. I yeah. think it's N hyphen. But what did you think of Always? So, I thought their vocals were great. I think N hyphen has fantastic vocals. I know they're not fully on point here. I mean, in my opinion, they are for the song. Yes, their vocals fit to it. But I meant like showing off their vocal capabilities. You don't hear them at full extent. I think Always is an okay track. It, But I do also feel like it's very generic and forgettable. And I think that's my issue with it. Like, I love the boys' vocals. But the composition is just like any other boy pop track. And it's going to be lost in the shuffle. Well, the thing is, for me, because this is a Korean group, I'm just thankful. I am just so thankful that it's just not overbearing dance. No, I agree. And that's actually why I do like some of N-Hypen's songs is because they're not overbearing and they actually have nice pop tracks without the pop and lock. And so I'm grateful for that like you. And I actually think it's a pretty decent song. I'm just taking devil's advocate of saying, you know, like, I actually really like yeah, the vocals. But it is a generic pop track. Yeah, but it I is, still like it. It is by the numbers. It is by the numbers for Japanese standard. But I, I do like the refreshiness that, you know, they decide to take with this song. And I believe this is a Japanese-only song. I don't think there is a always korean song so i could be wrong because I'm, I'm not following korean musical too much but. yeah and this one i'm not sure i don't follow and hype in like i do with a couple other groups but a lot of korean groups do have japanese only songs and they don't go over into korean or vice versa so yeah. it very well could be however i'm not knowledgeable on and hypen's discography so i can't say but i actually think always is a good track i you know, it made me want to check out more of their music. Yeah, that's for darn sure. But regardless, always sold a lovely 22,820 points here. And going on up to number six, it is Butter by BTS. You mean my McDonald's meal. That's all I can say. But this week it sold a lovely 23,039 points. And going on up to number five, it is Hadaka no Yusha by Vondi. Now, 
since I believe you are the one that did uh, Vondi for Music Corner, how did you like Va Vondi's latest release here? I liked Hadaka no Yusha. I think the whole EP was phenomenal. The lead track was very interesting. And because it starts off slow, and I, I wasn't sure what to think, I do like Vondi's slow tracks, but the composition really does pick up. And it when it picks up, it hits you pretty hard. And I liked that feeling of that in um, Hadaka no Yusha. I thought it was really good. I Honestly, though, it wasn't my favorite track on that EP. But, I mean, in general, this was a super solid one. I loved Hiro and uh, Futari ban uh, Banashi. But Hadaka no Yusha is, is very interesting in how he does his compositions, and it stands out, too. And that's why mm. one of the reasons I, I really do like Fondi's music is something he does. You remember it. It stands out. Yeah, no. Like, I think it was very interesting, too, for for Hadaka no Yusha. And y you're right, when it does hit, it really hits. But the thing is, something felt like it was just missing just a tad. I think he was really trying to pick up from his latest hit, which is Odo Riku, or Odo Riko, which actually was really phenomenal. And I'm surprised I wasn't on the Oricon when we, we did when it did initially release, it's it's picking up a lot of steam now. It is, and I'm pretty surprised too. So, you know, with, you know, Hadaka no Yusha, I thought it was really good. I it's a very solid track done by Vondi, but I don't I don't know, it really it really couldn't get over the hump that I really fell in love with Odorico with. And that's my only criticism. That's my only criticism. So, and that's that's partially on me because I really loved Odorico. So, but re regardless, Hadaka no Hadaka no Yusha sold the lovely twenty three thousand one hundred and forty eight points here. And going on up to number four, it is Beetlejuice by Yudi. Not much more we can say about this release, but we've talked about it to death already, so. Yep, nothing more I can say. I still love uh, Beetlejuice, one of my favorites by Yuri still. This week it sold a lovely 23,483 points here. And going on up to number three, it is Ichizu and Sakayume by King New. Not really much more we can say here. I think it kind of vagued in popularity because of uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. So, not much more we can say here. I think the release of the movie in English is going to bump up its popularity just a tad internationally for digital mice. But, not much more we can say about this. Nope. Same for me. Regardless, Ichizu and Sakayume. So, so the lovely 40,557 points here. And going on up uh, at, at number two, it is Zanko Sanka by Imer, or Zanko Sanka and Asagakuru by Imer. It is the Demon Slayer tracks. So <laughs> still selling or still selling strong for this week. It was number one last week, and that was that tells you something about what was happening <laughs> with the Oricon. 
So, regardless, it's a little lovely 45,842 points this week. So, and going on up to number one, it is Aito Koito Ai no Sono Aida Niwa by NMB48. So, this is the first release in it by NMB in a while. I believe since June of last year. And I kind of really like the refreshing break that they took. I do I do too because I actually enjoyed Koito Aino Sono Aida Niwa. And I thought it was a decent track and here's the thing, I I'm not really into idols like I know you and Gray are. And I did not care of their uh, Koi Nan uh, Kana, no thank you, at all. I remember that was from 2020. Ugh. Yeah. Um, you know, but there was a lot of other tracks that I didn't care for by NMB48. And I felt like this was very refreshing. And it was actually a decent track. I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. I also liked Jan uh, Jan, uh, which was like the second track on the album. Oh, so we were listening to the special edition one, so just to... Yes, yeah, just to be clear. specific. And there is another track that is all kanji, and I can't read some of the kanji on it that I liked. But, I mean, I actually thought this was solid, and I'm glad, that, like you said, they took a break because it really brought... I feel like they actually brought something new to the table a little bit and something different than usual, and it doesn't feel like the same old, same old. Yeah, so... They tried to branch out just a tad bit, and I think it they, because of the fact they decided to do a little bit more of a nostalgic feel, it really helped them. Yeah, no, I I completely agree with that, and I do feel like, I that's what I think I liked is the nostalgia because I used to like M MB forty eight back in the day, actually liked a lot more the forty sixes and forty eights back in the day and this is what it kind of brought me back to and I was pretty surprised because I was listening to some of their older singles recently yeah that's for darn sure but you know regardless I I like the approach that they did with this and I, I really hope that they can learn that you can't just shove music down people's throats and expect them to like it and if you try to do something different, sure, the sales might not reflect it, but it really shows off the girl's talents. And that's that's what I really did like about this release overall. Sure, it's not really changing the way of sales and how idol music is going to be produced, but they are at least trying something, which is something more than I can say with late with other Akimoto filled projects as of late. Yeah, yeah, no, I completely agree, and I hope they, you know, I hope more of the 46s or 48s do something like this, because I, I think this was a nice breath of fresh air and just brings people back. Regardless, Koito Aino Sono Aida Niwa, so the wonderful 152,985 points here. And quickly, let's kind of go over to the albums real fast here. And... I didn't know Agro Levine did a new album. I did. My friend was talking about it. I ha we have not listened to it, but we were discussing it. 
Yeah, Japan loves Avril Lavigne, so of course that ended up being on here. It's at number seven, so we got good old Super Beaver with their lovely album Tokyo at number four. We got the N Walker Final Fantasy six uh, fourteen official soundtrack. Good for them. I've been I haven't been able to go and play N Walker yet, but I'm I'm very happy that the soundtrack made it. What's really interesting for some strange reason at number one it is bad mode. Now this makes me question something that <laughs> that Utada announced if she did announce anything or not or I think it was in tune with the live that she did. I think that's what it was. So I got my physical copy uh, yeah. while I was in Chicago. It actually came in the mail. Luckily somebody was home to grab it. I haven't listened to it yet. I've been waiting till I got my physical copy and I'm very excited. I've heard I mean I've heard the tracks that have been released but Oh, it's the physical release of it. Yes. I've been just listening to the digital release, that's why. So I'm just like so lost. I forgot that she delayed the physical release for like almost a month. Yes. Yes. And Kodokumi did the same thing because her heart album was out on digital over a month ago, but the physical didn't drop until the fourth. So Utada did something similar where it was released digitally first, but then the physical copy wasn't out till a month later. There we go. That's that's two and two together. I was like really thinking about it. I was like, why why did Bad Mode come back on again? <laughs> yeah, and she had a couple editions of that physical copy. I got that Blu-ray edition. I really want the vinyls for all her albums, and I I know they sold out. Oh man, out. those 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 things sold out like instantly. Oh yeah, I, I went like, to buy I them, want. and they were gone within not even an hour. And then they did a repressing of them. But I just cannot afford to spend 45 each, not including shipping. Yeah. Well, I mean, it took King anyway, because it sold at 96282 so. But, regardless, you know, I want to say thank you for always listening to Ongakadu. You can follow us on all social media sites at Twitter and Instagram. We kind of just rushed through this episode just a tad. We'll have a topic and everything else next week, but we were a little pressed on time this week, (laughs) to say the least. But you can follow all our affiliates, Koryu Hunter. He is a variety Twitch streamer. You can follow him at twitch.tv slash Koryu Hunter, K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also follow our affiliate, TemperTaff, who is a variety streamer as well. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash TimberTaft, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. You can also check out your sister, Luna Rose, who is probably happy about Final Fantasy and Walker as well. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash RainStarKitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. You can also check out Fangirl Has No Name, who is a variety streamer in and of herself and is almost done publishing her book. I'm still lobbying for the Audible version of that book, Fangirl. Hit me up. Let me know. Or check Fangirl out at twitch.tv slash fangirlhasnoname, F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. You can also check out the podcast that I do with Kyo, Fangirl, and Timber called Podasaurus. This week, we kind of went through a lot of different things. Lou watched the Harry Potter movies for the first time, so we had a good old discussion about that. Whoa, really? <laughs> his ex- Go again? I said, whoa, I did not know he'd never seen the Harry Potter movies. 
He only watched one and four for some strange that is, reason. That is so weird and so random. Yeah, so him and uh, his girlfriend was like, yeah, let's go watch all of Harry Potter. And I think he was on, not Deathly Hollows, uh, Order of Phoenix. The one, the, the movie where Dumbledore dies. Spoilers. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was Order of Phoenix. Um, but yeah, you know, you can check that out by looking up Cardio Hunter, same as his Twitch channel, on all podcast streaming services. You can check me out on Twitter at OTYKen1, where I talk about Bang Dream, and I about Roboco, Hi Robo, and all the lovely things as well. Where can we find you, Luna? You can find me on several of the social medias, such as Twitter, my anime list, Anime Planet, Letterboxd, L-E-T-T-E-R-B-O-X-D, and Kitsu as Luna Maria 87 And you can find me on Instagram as Nerdy Collector Luna, where I write, post about what I'm watching, what I'm listening to, why I'm broke, my very lovely and fun cats. And horror movies. Or you can follow Gray on Twitter at Ongaku Gray, and you can check out all his lovely fillings and abouts there. But yeah, I want to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Ongaku Do You. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much, and have a great day. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I gr- we greatly appreciate it and hope you enjoyed it. And we will see you next time. Jamatane. <laughs>